Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Elsena Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, Housingware's HW Plus Managing Editor, Brenna Nath, discusses how the mortgage industry is learning to navigate a changing landscape. I'll also cover Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's first step towards ending conservatorship, new data from the Mortgage Bankers Association that suggests the forbearance rate is slowing its pace, and a forecast that projects mortgage refinancing will climb to a 17-year high. But before you listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and here's Brennan App on how the mortgage industry is learning to navigate a changing landscape. For today's podcast episode, we're covering a Pulse piece from guest author Tracy Chongling, who is Vice President of Mortgage Lending at Guaranteed Rate. In her blog, she talks about lending in a new world due to the pandemic and how to navigate this changing landscape from Manello's perspective. She emphasizes the importance of not only staying in the know when it comes to the market changes, but also the importance of understanding them enough to convey the information to clients and referral partners, because ultimately the lending world is undoubtedly one of the most complex and ever-changing environments within the financial hub. So to have fluid, educated conversation with clients and partners on when is the best time to move forward with their home purchase and or refinances, and when is the best time to lock their rate, she laid out a few tips to provide the tools for clients to make the necessary decisions regarding their personal situations. The first one being how transparency is the best policy in this business as it helps to build trust and solidify a relationship. Communicating changes early and explaining the why behind those changes allows for brainstorming on ways to move forward during the time of change. The other layer to those potential changes is those clients already in process that may be affected unwillingly. Those are the tough conversations that many shy away from and can really affect the relationship from both a short-term and long-term standpoint. Many clients don't understand the risk appetite a company may have, nor do they understand the complexity of the securities-backed industry or how compensating factors determine a loan saleability. To help with this, she concludes that it's on the LO to provide clients with a level of communication that not only explains the unsettling changes, but it also gives them comfort in knowing that we have taken the time to give them resources and information. She ends by saying that the only constant in this industry is change, so you can either evolve both personally and professionally, or you falter and become another victim of the financial monster. And with that, here's Elsina Lloyd for the rest of today's podcast. Thank you for listening, and I'll wrap with today's top stories, beginning with an announcement from Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. According to an article written by Kathleen Halley, the GCs have announced they are looking for financial advisors to underwrite what is likely to be the largest public share offering in U.S. history. 
In a statement, Freddie Mac said the financial advisors will assist the company's valuation, review its business plan, identify options for raising capital, and evaluate regulatory considerations during a transition period. According to Halley, the timing of the announcement underscores the Trump administration's determination to end the conservatorship of the world's two largest mortgage financers. Our next story comes from Ben Lane and asks the question, has the mortgage forbearance curve flattened? Well, according to Lane's article, the answer is yes, as new data from the Mortgage Bankers Association shows that the overall rate of forbearance has now slowed to the lowest level since the coronavirus crisis began. According to the MBA, the total number of loans now in forbearance rose to 8.16% during the week ending May 10th, up from 7.91% in the previous week. But the NBA notes that the 25 bias point increase in borrowers taking forbearance is the smallest weekly increase since the week of March 16th, suggesting that the economy may be starting to reawaken after the shutdowns. NBA's chief economist Mike Fratantoni says, despite April's uniformly negative economic data and remarkably high unemployment, there has been a pronounced flattening in loans put into forbearance. Our last story also comes from Kathleen Howley and covers Fannie Mae's latest forecast. According to the article, refinance volume is projected to climb to a 17-year high this year as mortgage rates fall to the lowest levels ever recorded. Even as other parts of the economy tank, lenders will originate $1.5 trillion in refis in 2020, which is a 51% jump from 2019, according to the forecast. Fannie Mae says the average rate will likely be 3.2% in the second quarter, down from 3.5% in the first quarter, and drop for the rest of the year. In the third quarter, Fannie Mae says it will probably be 3.1% and average 3% in the fourth quarter. According to Fannie Mae, the share of originations that will be refinancing will likely jump to 58% this year from 44% in 2019, putting the market into boom territory, which is when more than 50% of originations are for refinancing. In dollar volume, Fannie Mae projects this means refis in 2020 should surpass 2012 by about $74 billion. Thanks for listening to The Daily Download today, and we'll be back again Monday to share the top news stories of the day.